Hello, and welcome to Dissing Killers. The podcast not afraid to punch down. I understand it took you a little bit while longer there because uh, it's been a while. It's Dude, been a while. It's been a long time since we've done this show, so I was a little bit delayed. I'm sorry. No, no, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen you in like two and a half weeks. What have you been up to, man? That's just not true, but hey, I'll pretend like it is for five seconds. I've been saving the world, bro. I've been, so. fi- I've been fighting racism. You know what? I, I, when people see discrimination, they usually do nothing. I'm a better person than that. I'm better than most people. You I'm know, sure I, with Harlan Cruz would agree. <laughs> but totally. I saw racism was happening, and I stepped up. I watched an NHL game, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to fight this. There was not enough white people in that hockey game. Not but, enough white people in the NHL. And I that's 100% where, agree. That's where I come in. I'm going to help that change. You're going to help that change? How are you going to help it? That I haven't thought of yet, but I'm going to use my presence as a podcaster on the BNN network, use my influence to get this change. I'm going to fix this diversity problem. But you know what? A lack of representation is not an excuse anymore. We need to fix this ASAP. I 100% agree. See, I, uh, I was doing something similar. What I are mean, you doing, dude? I don't even know. I mean, one thing that most people will agree with is that there's not enough representation of Jewish people in neo-Nazi groups. None. You go to a neo-Nazi rally, you're like, Christian, Christian, maybe Muslim, probably a Christian guy in blackface, Christian, Christian, never Jew. Dude, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. I'll dude, tell you that. where the fuck was your people? My people, I've never gotten an invite to a neo-Nazi rally without being blindfolded first, ever. Dude, racism has gone too far. It's gone too far. Where the fuck, uh, we gotta fix that. What are you doing to fix that? Uh, I was going temple to temple, holding a big sign that said swastikas are for everybody, and giving out pamphlets that had swastikas on them. I was appalled. By the fact that the neo-Nazis kicked me out of all those temples. Yes, they claimed they were rabbis, but no, they were neo-Nazis. But see, where you're fucking up is you're not pushing your message. I'm not pushing my message. You, you gotta force your people to join that group. If they join yeah. that they could totally take that group over. Like, exactly. they, like they did the media, Hollywood, the banking industry. You, know, you could totally exactly. take that over. No, it can't be that much harder to take over the neo-Nazis than it was to take over Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood's you, a big area. If you can conquer the baking industry, you can totally conquer the, neo- conquer the neo-Nazi industry. For a second, I said the baking industry. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's mainly Christians, but banking, That's yes, the Dutch, it's, but it's... it's, it's the Dutch. <laughs> See, I'm Pennsylvania boy through and through the Dutch country. All right, banking. so... Or baking. Let's <laughs> get into this episode. So who, who are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> I forget. What the fuck are we doing here today? All right, so let's get into um, the... Uh, the letter we got today. Um, who was it from? I don't even know who we're talking about. <laughs> That's not, so you know it's a good episode. We don't know who we're talking about. We don't know so, who the letter is from. Well, we got a Let's letter call. from uh, our, speaking of the work we've been doing, we got a letter from our social justice analyst, Latoya Lynn Cruz. Dude, oh my God. That's the best news I've heard in years. Like, I was going to kill myself, and then I heard that news. <laughs> And now I feel so satisfied by life. That joke <laughs> is way out of line with what we're doing the episode on. I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh my, dude, I totally, I totally forgot that this is the episode we're doing. So, I'm not going to take that back because I'm not that much yeah, of a pussy. Yeah, you're not a pussy. But, like, you you're know not what? Pussy. I'm, I'm not going to apologize to the family, but if I would apologize, this would be it. You know, so it's, it's not it, but yeah. it would be. Yeah. So... We got a letter today from 
well, f- before this episode, we got a letter weeks ago, and she is probably months pissed. ago. <laughs> we haven't read this yet. She's pissed. I got a. Uh... To be fair, it was probably written in Cran. <laughs> shit. No, I got a. Uh... I got a DM on Tumblr from her because apparently that's the only non-racist social media format. Isn't that created by a bunch of white dudes? Not according to her. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it was, but go no, on. She said, I would dignify you with some sort of formal greeting, but as cisgender white men, you don't deserve one, especially because <laughs> you run such an exclusionary show. Anyway, I was infuriated that you ignored me for your entire first episode. How dare you disregard the main star of your show? Uh, obligatory burp. Um, as typical straight, ci- white, cisgender American middle class Northeastern college educated melanin lacking privileged men, <laughs> of course you ignore the talents of a woman of color. What color, you may ask? And to that, I would reply, it depends on the day. But it's not <laughs> Just... about me. <laughs> it's always about you and what you want to do with the show. Do you ever think about what a woman would think? I doubt it. All you two crackers ever do is make comedy designed to disadvantage people with vitiligo like they haven't been through enough. While I'm out here saving the world with my Apple Jacks brand tampons, you two foozlers are out here single-handedly destroying our society. I bet you don't even support outlawing straight marriage. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to update you on my latest planet-saving protest against zoos for not having enough animals with black faces. If they don't have any, they should just paint them on like the way they with they should just paint them on that way with face paint or auto paint. Also, <coughs> they need to institute reparations to the African gray parrots. The African gray parrots that were brought here against their will. Now if you excuse me, I'm going to go on a date with a guy I met on my OnlyFans. Oh, is he in for a treat? I saved my best white male privilege lecture for him. <laughs> so glad I brought handcuffs this time so he can't run away. Forever your role model and leader, Dr. Latoya Lynn Cruz. PhD, MD, LMFT, LOL, LMAO, <laughs> Doctor of Gender Studies at Harvard Community College in Cambridge, Alabama. P.S. Have you heard about my new movement? It's called White Lives Don't Matter. It will go on. It will go so well with my other movement. Defund the paramedics. You're welcome. <laughs> that was our letter to us. Dude. So usually they tell us what we're supposed to do, but she didn't. It's weird because you could listen to that letter and take it a bunch of different ways, but it has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Yeah. So I have no idea what to say next. Do you want to just like move forward, or you yeah, want to so, dwell on it? Because we can do both. No, I think we're good. So our, the episode today. Well, I think we should just. What? Say that she should, did, she's done so much work for the community with her Apple Jacks brand tampons. Um, <laughs> Apple Jacks brand tampons. You know what's weird is <laughs> I, I'm at the point. Cinnamon I'm, I'm is the, the Winamon <laughs> and the Coochiemon. I'm at the point where I'm drunk enough to know, like, not be like, we talk about what we were doing the past week, and I know we have, <laughs> but let's just get on with this episode anyway. So right, we, yeah. let's talk about this bitch. So this episode is on Michelle Carter. She was uh, some bitch in Massachusetts who... Uh, what a uh, horrible state. <laughs> shit, shit, fuck you. All right. She was a bitch who um, said... Do you like the Red Sox? How about you shut the <laughs> fuck up for ten seconds and let me fucking speak? So uh, what you would say. There we go. What were you saying? 
this. Whatever. Let's move on to the show. We should probably avoid these like petty bullshit and move on with our show because people don't come for like an argument that they don't understand. They come for some true crime shit. But um, him with the true crime. Basically, she uh, she met her boyfriend online, and then he turns out he was depressed, and then she convinced him to kill himself. And then when he was about to kill himself and he backed out, she called him and said, hey, get back in the car and use the car fumes to kill yourself. So basically that's all you need to know about her. Also, she had these really fucking funny <laughs> eyebrows. So you know what? We should we probably should just make fun of her appearance. Yeah, we should it. start by making fun of her appearance. Yeah, for instance, like I said that from her eyebrows, uh, from her eyebrows to hairline, it's a $12 Uber. Ouch. I can make fun of her eyebrows. Too. That's the weird thing. Is that it's easy to make fun of her eyebrows, you know? Her eyebrows are more hideous than her actions. Like, it's not that hard to pick on her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she looks like... Uh, she... Wait, hold on. You want to go looks like you want to go eyebrows? We can you go know, eye- I was the only thing more dramatic than this case is the difference between her hair and her eyebrows. Ouch. I just try to go for her appearance because that's the most important thing about any person ever. Especially women. Totally. You know, she looks like the receptionist at a whites-only nail salon. She looks at like her biopic, which we call The Lady in the Tramp Stamp. <laughs> I do. I love that one. That's one of my favorite jokes. Like, it's weird because there's shit that you don't find funny that I find fucking hilarious that you write, and it's probably the same virtual or vice versa, whatever. Yeah. You know, but, like, Michelle looks like she would protest her church adding a wheelchair ramp. Yeah. I mean, uh, she has ra- RBF. You know what that is? Really bad fuck-ups. Also, <laughs> she always looks like a cunt. Ouch. Should I make fun of her appearance some more? Because I can do that. Oh, I've got a lot on her appearance. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll say this. She looks like she goes to black neighborhoods to meet men so she can falsely accuse them of rape. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she her her uh, eyebrows look like those mediator lines on the highway. You know? Yeah. I was just bringing that up. That's not even a joke. Well, to be fair, like... to be fair, she should be ashamed of herself. For not trimming her eyebrows. Yeah. I mean, uh, the real crime here is the amount of triple text she sent. She texted her boyfriend three times in a row saying, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself. But the real crime is that she texted him three times in a row. Dude, to be fair, we probably should both be cautious with this episode because we're both, how's it right now, cur- currently in relationships and also drunk texters. So we gotta, we gotta <laughs> like, navigate this smoothly. So I'm not like, in a relationship. <laughs> for yourself you are so it, it kind of counts as the same thing yeah. it, it, well I kind of wondered like nobody's ever going to love you the way you love yourself oh 100% <laughs> I'm fucking fantastic and nobody understands that from, um, from, from your puby beard to your receding hairline I totally get it and to be fair I'm not, I'm not going to criticize your appearance without criticizing, my, with my, without criticizing mine oh that's a first <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, hey Conor McGregor if he lifted weights and then just only ate Fried chicken, like I, I have yeah. that, like I have that beer belly and the big arms. It's it's a bath look. I, I know I gotta change it. You're, you're top heavy. It looks like if, <laughs> if like I push you over, you wouldn't be able to get back up. Like flipping a turtle yeah. on its back. Literally, I look yeah. like I, I look like I have a shell on my back, and it's yeah, just exactly. <laughs> she convinced her boy Michelle Carter convinced her boyfriend to kill himself over text. But the worst text to receive is show just the letter K. Well, talking about girlfriends and boyfriends, it's easy to talk about. You know, usually men kill themselves after talking to their girlfriends, not during. Yeah, her boyfriend killed himself, and authorities blamed it on the texts. But to be fair, he could have killed it himself after he saw Michelle Carter's eyebrows. 
Back see, to the eyebrows. Back see, I knew you were going to go that way because I feel like it's easy to make fun of someone's appearance, especially with that person. She, oh, yeah. 100%. She totally, like, I, might, I don't want to, I don't make it sound like you're deserving it, but, like, she, she, she deserves it. terrible. <laughs> she looks like such a cunt, too. And that's weird because I, I usually be like, that's shallow and weak. But with her, go for the eyebrow attacks because she one million percent deserves to need fun of her appearance. Yeah. Like, um, what are some good more? I'll throw one at you to buy yeah. some time. You know, Michelle is very manipulative. She even convinced her barber to cut her hair with a blindfold on. <laughs> she looks like the only OnlyFans model to pay other people to subscribe to her. <laughs> Dude, that is really mean, but it's pretty good. <laughs> so, I, mean, I guess I'll do this one. You know, they made a movie on her life. The movie about her was on Lifetimes, yet it was released after. it was released after her boyfriend's. Yeah, it was actually called "If Words Could Kill," which I guess is because the title "Stupid Blonde Cunt Who Kills Her Boyfriend" was taken. <laughs> to be fair, she got incarcerated for crimes. You know, after being incarcerated, she's something her boyfriend never did. Get out. Yeah, but I mean, she looks racist. Like her prison term was called "Orange is the New I Hate Blacks." What the fuck? You know, speaking of her looks, what the fuck? it's just such a random thing to say about somebody, but yeah. it, it kind of holds up because I yeah, can it see it when yeah, I see her face. It, right? So, like, I'm not going to, because it's true, but it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. You know, she looks like, she looks like bougie white trash when she refuses to go to Waffle House after midnight. Yeah. I mean, they made a movie about her, though. It was written 100% on rotten people. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they made a movie about her. It was rated two thumbs down syndrome. <laughs> I know you like that one more That's than a I great do. One. I just don't think it's like... Uh, let's yeah, let's keep on moving on with the episode. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, she asked for her boyfriend's ashes after she got him to kill himself, which is pretty fucked up. Usually women leave a man alone after they've burned him. Well, the only thing she wanted to be around less than minorities was her boyfriend. <laughs> she was released from prison early, though, so I don't have to express how white she is. Well... Also, after she was released, she became single and ready to enable. Single and ready to enable, I love that one. But in order to pre- prepare for her role as Michelle Carter in the Lifetime movie, oh my if God. words could kill. <laughs> I know this one. In order to prepare for her role as Michelle Carter, Bella Thorne spent 20 years being an absolute bitch. Well, to be fair, like if we're going to talk about Michelle, we got to say she loved her boyfriend. Just not when he was breathing. <laughs> I mean, the Lifetime movie about her was surprisingly accurate. The main character and Bella Thorne didn't spend enough time in prison. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> well, there's a lot to say about this. You know, for one, I'll just I'll go with the easy joke. You know, Michelle tried to cover her tracks, but her sins are more noticeable than that of the Kardashian family's plastic surgeon. <laughs> They say she cried crocodile tears, which makes sense because she looks like a Florida meth addict. Ouch. You know, I, speaking of looks, you know, she looks more disappointed than her boyfriend's family actually is. Oh, yeah, we had some, uh, she also has some very interesting quotes, which I think we should bring up because we're halfway through the episode yeah. and we're halfway through our jokes. And this is, this is, we're in a good tempo here. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a weird show because we haven't been in, like, the sort of full we're talking to each other but we've kind of just like read jokes and said shitty lines that no one gives a fuck about so it's well no one gives a fuck about our podcast so it kind of fits it, that's true but the thing is we're on a reputable network we're on bnn bnn <laughs> is it's one step above cnn totally because it's not biased b. It's, it's not b biased and then c oh yeah yeah because cnn not stands for biased 
C, the C in CNN stands for bias. Yeah, You're totally. Right. Um, <laughs> By so, the way, I'm I'm a, I'm a actually in Mensa. I'm a genius. <laughs> so. That's cool because I'm in Super Mensa. I have an IQ of four hundred. I have an IQ of five hundred. <laughs> I have an IQ of six hundred. I can't say my name, but I'm really smart. You know, like, it's, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Is I'm, yeah. I'm convinced you how smart I am without actually showing any proof. So I'm a smart dude. Yeah, but I'm in super mensa. Just letting you know. So um, Michelle Carter is. If you're that smart, then why do you let a blind man cut your hair? Because I am pro the disadvantaged. You know. Then why do you beat up people who are in the special? Olympics? Like you literally went to the special Olympics just to pick a fight with people. It was. It was. They're fun. not disadvantaged. They're Olympians. <laughs> but dude, you shouldn't have hurt that guy. He was sleeping. <laughs> he was on my bench. Um, but uh, Michelle... he asked you to stop. He did. Yeah, he said. Sorry, I was, stop. I was pretending to be deaf that day. That's fair enough. Mm, fair enough. Michelle Carter is he quoted as saying, "I got two phones, one for the plug and one for the load." Wow. Interesting. She was also quoted as saying to police in her interview, "I got two phones." One for the bitches and one for the dough, which I think is very interesting because she already said that one of those phones was for the plug and the other, respectively, was for the load. Well, dude, that's inaccurate, right? That's just, yeah. It, like she lied to the police. I think the uh, the biggest thing that was inaccurate. This like, I I did a lot of research for this episode because mm-hmm. I'm a researcher, damn it. Like that's my job. Yeah. Just look at the We're facts. <laughs> you know, and what pissed me off the most about this was that knew about her was inaccurate. She was played by a hot chick. I don't think Bella Thorne's that hot, but you know. Dude. But she was like, dude, compare Michelle Carter yeah. and Bella Thorne. Do a fucking side by side and tell me it's Wallace fair. Wallace Shawn is hot compared to Bella. <laughs> compared to a uh, fucking dude, her face looks. Michelle Bella Thorne's face looks fucked up, but it, like compared to uh, Mich- compared to Mel- Michelle Carter, she's a model. Yeah, yeah literally. But, but um, Michelle Carter after fans. prison was cool and is saying, "I got three phones: business, conversation, and relation." Which I think is interesting, because before prison she had two phones. Which means during prison she acquired a third phone. That's true. It, it's weird because prison, I think about movies. Yeah. And there's a Lifetime movie about her. Should I read my Lifetime movie jokes about her? Because I have a couple. I think I already read a couple. But but I, have, I have a couple more. Yeah, go ahead. I don't want to like beat a dead horse. But there, there was, a, in case you didn't know, there was a Lifetime movie about her. It wasn't written by by John Green because the teens were too old. <laughs> yeah, um, she also uh, she said. Um, well, first off, we missed a sponsor. We always miss a sponsor. Let's read it. Dude. Let's, Let's read it. This episode is sponsored by AT and T. You can't text someone to kill themselves if your texts don't go through. Interesting fact. It's true. Your texts never go through to me. AT and T just bullshit network. <laughs> Um, it's like the BNN network, yeah, but way yeah. worse. Yeah, but uh, about uh, speaking of two phones, uh, Michelle Carter reminds me of Kevin Gates because they're both famous for their phones, and neither of them has any talent. Oh shit, dude, that was tough. Cause I love to see you read that Kevin Gates's face. Yeah. He would totally fuck you up, but it'd be hilarious. That'd be great. It's for you, and it wouldn't be great for me because he'd fuck me up. But I mean. I'd make a looks-like joke about Michelle Carter, but everyone famous enough to compare her to is too good-looking to compare her to, Ouch. including fucking Lizzo. I'm just trying- Dude, there's no... That's bullshit. There's no way Lizzo looks better than anybody. Like, Lizzo, to me... I, Google Michelle Carter right now. Dude, I, I promise you I've seen we'll both We'll do an ad pictures. while you're Googling Michelle Carter. Do you ever watch an action movie and think, hey, there's too much plot and dialogue in this? Well, then check out Godzilla vs. Kong. You'll be amazed by the lack of 
anything interesting in this movie. About the feud between a monkey and a big-ass salamander. And welcome back to Distant Killers. Did you have time to Google Michelle Carter? <laughs> I Googled her a little bit. I didn't finish reading it, but that was a solid ad, at least from solid the ad. 15 solid seconds ad. I heard. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. like you have more jokes. you have more oh, jokes? I, <laughs> I haven't even flipped over to the second page. Dude, I, I, I kind of scrolled through this page, and there's a lot of jokes you haven't read yet. Yeah, like, you got to um, get to one. Like, kind of like how uh, she was tried as an adult, but if they'd wanted her to get more jail time, they would have tried her as a minority. Or, um, Ouch. <laughs> the justice system is almost as broken as a mirror after Michelle Carter looks at it. Or even the worst person to text, the only worst person to text with the Michelle Carter is John Green without spell check. That type of thing. But uh, she also, about Michelle Carter, she's missing two very important C words for a girl. Curves and a conscience. Luckily, she makes up for them both by doubling up on the third C-word, cuntiness. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll go with this one. You know, I mentioned this before, but there was a Lifetime movie about her. Critics complained it was too predictably awful. <laughs> to be honest, I would kill myself if I spent time with Michelle Carter, too. Well, also, one thing she did which pissed people off is she never fully apologized for how silly her eyebrows looked. Yeah. She looks angry, but you can't tell because her eyebrows can't furrow. <laughs> well, also, her personality is like a combination between Lizzo's diet and her music. Disgustingly awful. <laughs> she lost both her trial and her appeal. I guess you really can't spell Michelle without a couple of L's. Well, <laughs> she could also convince her boyfriend anything. She even got him to believe that female orgasms aren't real. <laughs> yeah. She looks like she would send her food back to the kitchen if it was brought out by a black waiter. Well, she also looks like a groupie for the white stripes. Yeah. She's well-versed in the ways one could kill her, kill themselves. Too bad she didn't try it herself. <laughs> well, also, she's both a woman and from New England, so it makes sense that she never admitted she was wrong. <laughs> yeah. She looks like the only street whore not to be able to lose her virginity. Well, to be fair, she had traditional values. She refuses to say the S word. Sorry. Yeah, and now, this is the furthest we made into an episode without mentioning our number one contributor, Luke Voigt. Hey, there he goes. Luke Voigt texted me about this case, and, on, and it's the only time I've gotten a text from Luke Voigt and been like, this is better than getting a text from the person we're doing an episode about. Um, so Luke Voigt texted me and said, she convinced her boyfriend to kill himself by suffocating himself in a car. But it's not the first time a woman has been responsible has been the reason an innocent man died in a car. <laughs> to be fair, what he said to me was way, way worse. Yeah, what did he say to you? He said, she's an awful person. Shockingly, she's white. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but honestly, she's a lot like the Grinch. I wouldn't touch her with a 40-foot pole. <laughs> what he also said was, Michelle was a woman, embarrassed by her actions. Surprisingly, they weren't behind the wheel of a car. Yeah. She's so toxic, most of, even most of her eyebrows left her. That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll read you the two jokes I wrote about Luke Voigt. Is that okay with you, bro? Absolutely. I don't, don't want to offend you, you know. I want to yeah. be a good part of this podcast. I don't want to hurt anyone's well, feelings. She's a lot like Luke Voigt. Everyone in Boston hates her, and she can't do anything <laughs> right. That's good. She convinced her boyfriend to kill himself. Surprisingly, she didn't show him any Luke Voigt at bats. <laughs> yeah. She spent 11 months in prison, which really isn't a long time. For instance, the Yankees have gone to the haven't been to the World Series in twelve times that long, and their fans are still self righteous assholes. <laughs> Ouch! Fuck you, Yankees fans. Yeah, fuck you. 
Michelle is like the Luke Void of murder. She needed help. She shouldn't have gotten and looked stupid to get the job done. Yeah. She only spent 11 months behind bars because even the prison guards didn't want to spend a year with her. <sighs> Dude. That was fucking brutal. Yeah. I'm out of jokes, but I feel like there's oh, got to be... You, you probably have like 50 jokes because yeah. you make fun of eyebrows. <laughs> like crazy. She was a classic C-U-N-T. Clearly unintelligent with no tits. I mean, she also... She's the biggest asshole with the smallest ass. While we're on like being misogynistic, sexist... Well, no, it's, it's not misogynistic. We're just talking about her body some more. That's friendly. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Well, I mean, her boyfriend's body died in his car, <laughs> so... She has fan pages on Instagram, though. This is mind-blowing. She killed her boyfriend and has fan pages on Instagram, which is disgusting. Instagram is for posting photos that don't look like trash. Ouch. Well, she has fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, she has fans, but I feel like her OnlyFans wouldn't make any money. Yeah. I told you, she looks at the only OnlyFans uh, model to pay people to subscribe to her. But she also... <laughs> She looks like her only makeup is black face paint. Ouch. I mean, she she looks like the only like the only person whose prison tat is a tramp stamp. <laughs> I got a lot of tramp stamp jokes in here. You know what? I feel like I should just let you roll with a couple of jokes. How many more jokes you got? Bro? Uh, let's see. Uh, one, two, three, six. So read three in a row. They'll say something. All right. Um, a recent study found that people with thick eyebrows are more likely to be assertive, mm. while people with pencil-thin eyebrows are more just ass. She, her eyebrows look like Lou Bega's mustache, which makes sense, because she's incredibly annoying and has no talent. Um, and, and my third one, you want to go three in a row? Yeah, go for it. She looks like a stepmom who only married the guy so she'd be awful to his kids. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's bad. You got anything? Dude, I, I just don't... You know what it is? Is like the look thing. Yeah. I don't see it, bro. I feel you like... You don't see it? I feel like she's a, she's a swipe left. You know what? I, every, Absolutely. Every time I see that face, I'm like, if you swipe right, you're just not paying attention. Or blind. She was there, a big fan of... You either have to be blind or dead to actually pay attention to her, and I think that's why she had him kill himself. You think he had an eye patch? Like, I, I, honestly... The eye patch just affects depth perception. You can still see ugly. Um, so you think she, you think she was that like? She's brutal. But uh, her name is Michelle, but her friends call her nothing because she doesn't have any friends. <laughs> that's that's some good shit, dude. That's some Thank fucking you. funny shit. I mean, she's found guilty of involuntary manslaughter, even though it was clearly premeditated. The jury disagreed that it was premeditated because she's clearly too stupid to think anything through. <laughs> oh shit! And finally, her first day in prison, you know, so. You know how, like, the first day in prison you're supposed to go beat people, beat the biggest guy in the yard up, prove your thing? Her first day in prison, she went to the biggest person in the yard and tried to convince them to beat themselves up. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, I mean, it was... She, she called her boyfriend and told him to get back in the car and kill himself, which is almost as bad a call as doing what she did to her eyebrows. <laughs> and I'm out of jokes. I'm glad we got to hear this because I feel like this was therapeutic for you. Yeah. You got to just roast the shit out of this bitch and... To be fair, she totally deserves it. 100%. Dude, she deserves it more than any Me Too accuser does. You know, like, she really fucking deserves <laughs> to get criticized. Yeah, she, deser she deserves everything we gave her today, and uh, I feel refreshed having done it. <laughs> so you want to get to more ads, or you want to get to, like, some other shit? Well, we definitely have to do our second sponsor. Yeah, let's do it. And this is it. very important. Um, our second sponsor is 
sponsored by the Eileen Warnos woman philosophy. It was the guy's fault anyway. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like totally... <laughs> okay, the feminist else. movement in the nutshell. The feminist movement. Don't look at the facts. Look at the, your point of view. You know, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. it's just emotions versus opinion. You know, it's, it's, it's so bad. Like, let's just move on with this episode. I hate yeah. thinking about her. It, like, every second spent on her is a second wasted. Well, I mean, we could be doing great things with our lives. I mean, for instance... Mm. Um, my next venture, which I'll be doing in between this episode and the next, is I'm very, very concerned about the lack of literacy among ch- among uh, child uh, slaves. Um, I've had a lot of... I feel like every child slave you meet can't read a word of any language, not just English, and the important language is English. And I think we really should be helping out with that. What let's, do you think let's you're going to do? Let's do it. You know, um, I'm just going to focus on who's to blame. Well, no, first, what are you doing next week? Then we'll get to who's to blame. Okay, what I'm going to be doing next week is I'm going to save the world. You're going to save the world? How are you going to do that? What I'm going to do that is by adding, I'm going to add stoplights in blind communities. Add stoplights? There's blind communities? (laughs) Yeah, there are. Have you ever been to inner city before? Probably not by looking at you, but... (laughs) Yeah, no, never. Only to play spoons. Um, But, uh, yeah. So, uh, let's get to who's to blame. Who do you think's to blame for this? This It's easy, bro. Smartphones. You know, they create a bunch of stupid people that have the converga- conversation skills of an evil short bus rider. <laughs> evil short bus rider? Yeah, I said Hollywood is to blame because they make bad people feel like the good guy. Ouch. But uh, the really important thing that we need to get to before this episode ends is the for the kids. The most important part of the second <laughs> season. So what do you have for the kids? What can the kids learn from this case? They can learn a lot from me. I'm the guy who teaches the kids everything. Yeah, I know you're really into kids. I love kids, dude. When I think of a child, I get turned on immediately. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so what I'm going to say to children is don't listen to your girlfriend. Whatever, whatever she says, ignore. Absolutely. I spent 20 years doing that. <laughs> now, what I think is really interesting that I learned from this is these two met online. And if there's one thing I can teach the kids, is don't date online. Because Explain your learned, existence. Yeah. <laughs> if I've learned anything in this case, is don't date online because the person you find might be a tranny. Well, dude, how have we been on online dating websites? Well, yeah, and every woman I've found has been a tranny. Are you sure you're doing this right? Shit, maybe I shouldn't have gone on transgenders.com. Dude, tranny meets does not lead you to single women. Tranny meets is a prestigious website that has a great history and has a one-star rating on the App Store. So don't get... Don't fuck with tranny meets, dude. You know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna say what the people are thinking. Peace! <laughs>